Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whether your business needs cars, vans, or larger commercial vehicles, you can rent from the best lineup in the UK with Enterprise. And with flexible long-term rental, you can get vehicles for as long as you need them, from minutes to months. Whatever the mission, Enterprise's mobility experts can build a bespoke solution to suit your business needs. Visit enterprise.co.uk forward slash business to find out more. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, 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 my friends. Happy Tuesday. Wow, Tuesday already, as my mate Lido used to say. Welcome, of course, to another Andy Goldstein TalkSport Daily Podcast with me, your host with the most hair, Andy Goldstein. And, of course, you can check me out on Drive from today all the way up to Friday from 4pm. And this week, I'm alongside DB, sneaker freak Darren Ben. So make sure you tune in for that. Anyway, we start with Pep Guardiola, Guardiola's Man City, drawing with Crystal Palace at Sellers Park. Here's the fallout on TalkSport. Game on now in the title race, firmly, after it finished here at Selhurst Park tonight. Crystal Palace nil, Manchester City nil. Nine games left, so today we are four points clear. We're going to international break being leader, and we see what happens. Nine games left, we know how to win a lot of games. They, this, uh, I would prefer to win, but we know how difficult it is a stadium. They defend really well, and, and we could not convert the chances that we have. Pep didn't use a sub tonight. I'm looking at the, the subs he had on the bench that could have changed the game. Sterling, Gundogan. Jesus, that's probably it. But not to make a sub that's when there was bizarre. a pattern of the game that felt as though they weren't going to score. He does that a lot, doesn't he? He makes, he makes strange decisions well, which have cost him before. Well, why not make a change? It, bringing on a... a, a the, the, I understand the thing with Sterling because what Sterling loves is pa- is grass in behind. And because it was... Especially a re- when there's a rear guard action. No, when there's a rear guard action, you can't yeah. actually get in behind Palace. It was hard to get in there. You've still got... I think you've got to make a sub. You've got to make some changes there. Yeah, I was thinking about that to with Raheem and Gabriel Ogundo, but at the end there, you know, the guys were in the pitch, they're playing good, and I decided to do it. Now, Guardiola makes me sick at times. Why? He's got all the millions of pounds of talent on the bench. Sterling, Gundogan, Jesus, change it, Pep, change it. You can see it's not working. Our focus was uh, was to get the result today. The fight between uh, between City and Liverpool will be will be exciting. I think all the uh, neutral will be um, happy with um, the result of the game today. But our main focus was really for us to to keep growing as a player. And I think today we showed that as a team we're still growing and managing to to not consider goal against a really good side like City. I think it's something positive. Now, on to the press box with Danny Kelly, Sean Custers and the Times' Matt Lawton discussing Chelsea and the fallout from the sanctions on Roman Abramovich. If anything good comes out of all of this, it might be that there will be at least a little bit more care taken with who and what takes over our Premier League clubs. Or we can just say 
throw it open to the world and say, it doesn't matter what you are, who you are, what you've done, how you've got your money, come and take these clubs. Yeah, I'm not convinced it will lead to more scrutiny because if Newcastle were allowed to have the Saudis take over them, then how are they going to stand up and say to Chelsea, you can't have the Saudis take over you? Uh, they've set the precedent now to me. You can't take a club as well. If Whatever you think about Manchester City connections mm-hmm. in Abu Dhabi, you can't just take the club off them, so you won't be able to do that. So do we say to them, well, it's all right for you lot, but the rest of them, they're not going to be allowed anybody. And as we've said before, what is the test where where is the line i really don't know where the line is anymore you can probably make a lot of arguments for dodgy connections with a lot of different clubs and i think it's actually beyond the wit of the premier league to work that out i don't think they have the staff i don't think they have the in-depth knowledge to be able to do it these people are already here the russians are already here the, the, the saudis are already here how on earth does a premier league stop the Saudis buying Newcastle. Generally speaking, how do you stop it? Where do you draw the line? Do you suddenly decide that you can't have any foreign owners? Would it even be possible to have legislation that would that, oh, I mean, that, that would outlaw that? And, and I, can't, I can't see it. This is even if, even if we have had Brexit, I can't see how you do that. Now, Manchester United play Atletico Madrid. Not Atletico, Atletico as a tee there. In a crucial Champions League last 16 tie at Old Trafford tonight. We'll hear from Adrian Durham on Cristiano Ronaldo after the Portuguese hat-trick at the weekend. Not Durham, he's not from Portugal, Cristiano anyway. Here, though, is the Red Devils boss, Ralphie Ragnick, hoping Ronnie can replicate his goals against Spurs. Obviously, he'd love another hat-trick. Cristiano Ronaldo is back and Manchester United are in front in sensational style. If he can score another three goals, we will see. I mean, it's not so easy to score three goals against this team at all, but I think his overall performance was just good, was, uh, if not even very good. And uh, this is uh, obviously what we hope to get from him again tomorrow night. But uh, it's not only about Cristiano, it's about the whole team. We saw in the first half at Madrid what we shouldn't do, how we should not play. Uh, and this was obviously a big a big topic for us yesterday and today when we spoke pre-match about, about tomorrow game so we we have to know what it takes and what it tactically takes and the rest is is all about energy I think we were the team on Saturday against Spurs who were just wanted uh, to win that game and that was obvious became obvious our supporters played a vital role they realized how much we wanted to win that game towards Ronaldo with a header they scored for the corner now and Cristiano Ronaldo gets his 59th career hat-trick header everybody's going on about the great leap and of course he hung in the air which he he never does but it looks like he does but there's no challenge on him whatsoever no challenge at all is there so you know that's I'd expect a striker to score the goal I don't want to take it away from him but what we're doing here is analysing the game we're analysing two teams who in my opinion neither will finish in the top four because Man United have an over-reliance on Ronaldo who's delivered some golden moments for their fans this season fair play to him but that's not enough Now, West Ham coach Stuart Pearce has been looking back at the incredibly moving scenes at the London Stadium at the weekend. Ukrainian international Andrei Yarmolenko scored in his first appearance since the war started. Pearce said that everyone was emotional after that goal. He had his head in his hands when he scored. He was mobbed by his teammates, then tears in his eyes as he made his way back into his own half after scoring. Really, really an emotional day. I mean, I've got to say, Yom has conducted himself brilliantly. He's, uh, over the last few weeks, how he's done it, I don't know. You know, he's been into train sort of most of the time, but obviously with, with everything that's going on, and he was fortunate enough to get his wife and children out of uh, of Ukraine 
after the war had started. It, it's been really, really tough for him and an incredibly emotional day yesterday. I've got to say that the scene was almost set for Yama and, and the feeling and, and the support that everyone in this country has for the Ukraine. And my goodness me, we come in afterwards. I mean, there was standing applause. He received an outstanding reaction from both sets of supporters when he came on. It's his first appearance in the Premier League since the 16th of January. We come into the dressing room and after the manager had speak, there was a sort of a instantaneous sort of round of applause, a standing of for Yama, who, who was in tears as well. I, I've got to say there was a tear in my eye as well for everything that it meant and how he's conducted himself wow. and, and this, we have for the Ukraine as well. You know, I certainly do. It's, it's a really sad scenario that we're stuck in at the moment. You know, hopefully there's a peaceable resolution very, very soon. But listen, the way he conducted himself, the way the whole stadium come together, and I think there was Villa fans there that, that showed support. On now to the former Sheffield United and Middlesbrough manager, Neil Warnock, talking Frank Lampard's Everton, claiming they fold too easily and lack leadership. <sighs> that won't help. Everton's Premier League survival will undoubtedly depend on their home form. They're the worst away team in the Premier League. Do you think that they've got your John Terry's at the back or do you think they've got somebody that's going to grab hold of somebody by the shirt? I don't see that in the squad. Frank needs help on the pitch he needs one or two leaders he needs people to help him in that dressing room when things aren't going right you've got to get your senior players mm. to, to do the work I mean I might be wrong because I don't I'm not inside the dressing room but I don't I don't see the leaders I don't think it's about ability I don't think it's about passing I think it's about you know what you got under your shirt I do honestly I, I think that it's horrible. It's a, a you get a taste in your mouth when you're down there, and you know it's going to be hard. But they've got to find that from somewhere. Yeah, they've got three games in hand, but you know, lose to Newcastle, lose to so and so, and they're all all of a sudden they're back catching up. And I, I do think they've got got enough when they play together. You know, and and if Calvert Lewin can can avoid injury. Over now to the British UFC legend or Ufuk legend, Michael Bisping, body slamming Simon Jordan. Oh, this is amazing! Finally, someone's. Sm- Oh, we see. Not literally. Anyway, he was talking boxing and why mixed martial arts in the octagon is safer than fighting in the ring. What I found I didn't like about it, I didn't like the audience. I felt the audience behaved in a certain way, which is almost like some sort of some sort of gladiatorial killing yeah. sort of mentality. And I didn't like the sport. Now, over the years, Adam Catchell, who is a boxing correspondent here, speaks so highly about it. And obviously, I've seen the generation of, of Dana White's coming through and monetizing it. But I'm always challenged about the brutality. Mm. You know, I know that we sit here and we want to see someone getting knocked out in boxing. Yep. But it's something that's so, for want of a better expression, to the knuckle with UFC that I can't get my head into. I don't like it. It makes me wince. Allow me to retort. Allow me to retort. Go ahead. Mm. So, obviously, I'm a big boxing fan as well. I was raised on boxing. Mixed martial arts is the most technical sport on the planet, let me tell you, because you've got to master so many different Olympic sports. Wrestling, boxing, karate, taekwondo, judo. These are all Olympic sports. The only thing is we do them all together. And now to the layman, obviously yourself, that hasn't put the time and effort into learning about the sport, when, when you see somebody hits the ground and you think, wow, that's very vicious because they're following them down. What happens is you get a concussive punch to the face, you go down, you take one 
and more they stop it in your sport which you love so much which you say is not brutal many many people continue with a standing count they go to the hospital afterwards and sadly 10 to 15 fighters per year around the world pass away yeah. we have yet to have anyone pass away with mixed martial arts the smaller gloves that we use are actually to protect your hands but you can't take as many blows to the head and of course, we don't discriminate. It's not just the head. We have leg kicks, we have body shots, we have grappling, we have jujitsu, we have choke holds and things like that. So whilst on the surface, and as I say, I'm, I'm a big boxing fan as yeah. well. On the surface, it looks vicious, but when you scratch the surface and yes. you get into yeah. it and you understand it, from where it first started, it, it was a disgusting sport. It was very, very vicious. There was no okay. rules. Uh, 2003, the Fatita brothers and Dana White got involved and the athletic commissions got involved and they put in rounds and they put in weight classes and all the rest of it. And it is massively evolved. I mean, now it's on ESPN in the States, right alongside the NFL, the NBA. You're I, I, watching I, I, an outdated I, I, product, I, I, sir. I, 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 and by looks, the way, a boxing crowd come on mate maybe true. maybe at the front row That's yeah. true. maybe the front row no, you're, you're all right. there in your tuxedos no, right. but you go up you're in right. the stands mate no, come on right. no, who, who are we trying to kid you're, here you're absolutely right hi i'm daniel founder of pretty litter did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain i learned this the hard way after losing my cat gingy so i created pretty litter a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors saving you money and potentially your cat's life Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. This episode of the TalkSport Daily is brought to you by Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Planning to hire or share a car or van? Enterprise is there every step of the way. Whenever and wherever you need a vehicle and whatever it's for, Enterprise can help. With over 450 locations across the UK, they're just around the corner. Whether you need a weekend rental, a holiday hire, a replacement car, or you're planning a business trip, home or away, Enterprise are there to help. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. Now, boxer promoter with two X's. Not a promoter, in the word boxer. I know it's usually spelled with one. Anyway, Ben Shalom has told TalkSport that Amir Khan intends to continue his boxing career, but claims a potential rematch against Kelly Brook is unlikely. Well, I'm not surprised. I mean, she's... Oh, Kel Brook, I see what you've done. Shalom stated that a second fight would only happen between the pair if it's commercially viable. And, of course, they make copious amounts of wonga on the back of it. One thing I've realised is he's not going to stop fighting, whether I give him the rematch or not, and that's up to him. You know, he's a fighter, he knows what happened in that fight better than any of us. He won't stop. I'm convinced from, from hearing what the camp is saying, from hearing what he's saying, he wants to he wants to continue. He feels like he got his perhaps his camp wrong and, and what went on wrong, and that's up to him. I don't think the rematch is viable right now, but he wants to continue. What happens if he does trigger that rematch clause? Look, it has to work commercially. People might think, oh, Ben's in trouble here. Honestly, we're all right. It has to work commercially. So it's not a case of him simply saying, right, I want the rematch no, and it no, happens? No, 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 no. It has, to, it has to work. It's a split as well. It's not. It's up to him, but it's also Kel and Sky have to agree. Yeah, we'll see. Look, he's got a couple of weeks to decide what he wants to do. It's up to him at the end of the day, but I don't think it'll be the rematch. 
That's it, gang. Thanks for listening on the TalkSport app or wherever you get your podcast from. I'm back on Andy Goldstein's Drive Time Show, 4pm today, alongside the wonderful Darren Bed. A reminder that straight after us from 7, it's kickoff around the grounds with the wonderful Portuguese Adrian Durham. Oh, no, that was Ronaldo. Anyway, Adrian Durham is there with all the goals as they go in, including Manchester United against Atletico Madrid. Not Atletico, it's AT. There will be, of course, another one of these Andy Goldstein TalkSport Daily Podcasts out first in the morning, looking back at day one of the Cheltenham Festival. Ooh, play that music. Ah, wonderful days. Anyway, until then, thanks for listening. Have a good day, and above all, be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from Talk Sport. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whatever your mission, home or away, don't delay. Enterprise has the vehicle for the job. Rent from the best lineup in the UK. With over 450 branches, Enterprise has what your business needs. From compact three-door cars to spacious SUVs and people carriers to vans, they offer a large range of reliable vehicles perfect for the job. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk.